Hello and welcome to Gloss Over, a podcast for creators, artists, entrepreneurs, spirit seekers, beauty lovers, and bosses. We're taking a deep dive into topics that we just can't gloss over. Hey, hey, everybody. Happy 2020. Welcome to another episode of the Gloss Over Podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Megan Whalen, cosmetologist and content creator. Hey, gang. It's your other co-host, Caroline Trudeau, experienced innovator, culture maker, and the creator of thevoicescollection.com. New year, new title. Hey, hey. You you got a new title. I just felt inspired to change it because I can be what I want. You could be whatever you want to be. You know. In fact, your title can be anything you want it to be. Like, who's going to tell you? I'm sorry. Can you please change your title? Um, the internet is a weird place and people do come for you for like, really? no, yeah, people come for you for any, any old reason. So yeah, they can be like, oh, is she a cosmetologist? I'm going to go on the Maryland state board of cosmetologists and search her name and see if she actually, yes, mm. that happens. Okay. Yeah. But for the record, you will find me. Yeah. So go, go look for her. M-E-A-G-H-A-N. Thanks very much. <laughs> so actually for me, it's new year. Same me. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know what? There's nothing wrong with that because I think New Year, so, New Me implies that like there's something wrong. I'm just right? committed to the title that I the titles that I gave myself in the original moments of the creation of the podcast. There's absolutely nothing wrong with, with that. If it's not broke, I mean, if honestly, it ain't broke, right, right? Exactly. I am what I am. I just want to align with what I feel most close to, and those are the things. And I'm all so there I'm here you go. For it. I'm here right? for it. It's fine. Awesome. Yeah. So so can we please talk about Munich? Yes. Uh, oh my god. So fun. So good. So dying. So good. So dying. I, I missed you. Massive I have FOMO. To say, I just need to start out by saying mm. it was not the same trip without my boo. It mm-hmm. wasn't. Mm-hmm. So you were sorely missed by all, actually. Oh. Yes. Peter. Yes. And your Peter, mom. mom, all the friends. Grazia. Shout out to Grazia and um, Lansut and her beautiful salon B and G Oh Fujur. my gosh. Yes. And your hair so looks fun. fab. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Absolutely. Thanks. Um, it's a, it's a long way to go get a haircut, though. I mean, worth it. Totally oh. worth it. She's amazing. She's an old family friend. So that was great to see her and catch up and all the things. And Munich is an amazing place. If you've never visited Germany, that's a great place to start. Oh, my. I'm so glad it's not just me. No. Love no, it's a, speci- like, it's a special place for sure. I mean, I have been fortunate to travel internationally lots this year. Like, I don't know who I think I am. Like, let's be serious. Like, well, who is she? Well, you're a cosmetologist and a content creator. I know, obviously. but, like, that doesn't mean you get to, like, go and do whatever you want. Yeah. Or does it? It totally does. Um, But, yeah, like, polar opposite, like, big trips this year. And that was, that was like, highlight, good way to end the, the year. year. Yeah, mm-hmm. it really was. It was amazing. So tell the people, was it your first time to Munich? It was my first time to Munich. Not my first time to Europe, not my first time to Germany for sure. Been there a bunch of times. But Munich, like spending like long periods of time there was really, really super cool. How many days total? 10 days. Ugh. Yeah. Amazing. It was a good time. It was a really good time. And I ate way too many things. Oh, yeah. I drank too much beer. Tell me. Um, Well, the traditional, like, you know, traditional Frühstück breakfast is like a little bit of meat, a little bit of cheese, a little bit of lots of bread. Pork product. Coffee, lots of pork products. Yeah, lots of pork products. Lots small of meat, co- lots of cheese. Small coffees. Mm-hmm. Small, very potent coffees. And yeah. shout out to Eddie and Gertrude and their lovely, amazing Airbnb because Homie had like a $5,000 coffee machine in the kitchen. Yeah, of course she did. It was so like nice. Like you played full barista. It was the best. 
Like, I now am thinking, like, do I? Stop. No. <laughs> I, I'm looking at you with my big old eyes. Of, yes, yes, you do. Your French press is fine for now. Ugh. But I have been I have been looking at, like, a beans to coffee machine. So you just put the beans in the machine and it does everything. Yeah. Latte, macchiato. There's a steamer attachment. Yeah. Like, I think full-on thing. Filters the water. Gets the temperature. Like, no. It's the best thing ever. Is it connected to the water source? Mm-mm. Yeah, because you don't need to filter the it's water a, in Munich. You have to put water in. It's so good. Did you notice the tap water is So delicious? interesting. I did know that Germans in general have the best tap water because, well, Germany in general, I should say, not just Germans. You could be a German living elsewhere without good tap water. <laughs> Germany Truth. Um, there are some has those, amazing yes. tap water because the requirements for their drinking water is like crazy. Like they would never have the stuff that goes on here happen there, right? Uh-huh. So... It was great, but they they did use a Brita. They still filtered their water. They filtered it again. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And they're super snobby about their Sprudelwasser, which makes me super happy. Like the bubble of water, seltzer. Oh, they listen. They make they. It's important. It's important, and they are snobby about it. And I am here. with gas or without gas or yeah. the medium gas. Yes. Did you try them all? I have tried them. Have all. Have you done the taste test? All of them. Oh yeah. Yeah. I like the strong stuff. I like the most. Oh, me too. Of course. Absolutely. I mean, big bubbles. You know. Yeah. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But did there's you, a variety of them. Yeah. yeah there's all the different kinds. Mm-hmm. So you did you do a taste test, like literally side by side, of the bubble water or just like I've the done, tap water? I've done. Okay. Tap water. First, like the blue bottled water, and then there's a light green. I, I guess it depends on what brand you get. You know what? Way. I didn't do the bottled water, and I'll tell you why. I did. I, I bought like bubble water in big bottles yeah. to have at the Airbnb, and I'll tell you why because I I forgot how stringent they are with their um, recycling protocols and their trash protocols. Like yes. if you fuck yes. that up, and I know the Italians are this way as well, but like if you don't dispose of your refuse. And recyclables properly, you will get fined. It is not a joke. It's not a joke. They are very safe, which I think, personally, we should be doing more of that. Yeah, but we would need to have the infrastructure in order to allow for all of that to happen, which is very... Yeah, like it, mm. you know, the Germans mm. are in the long game. They're very strategic. Yeah. You know, everything is for a reason. They're so serious. Oh my god. You know, there's no quarter to quarter running of Germany. Mm-mm. It's like all very mm-hmm. long term, mm-hmm. and I love that. Um, Everything's they, for a reason. Yeah. yeah. The most interesting part, um, I think, for Peter, because he had never been to Germany at all. Like he'd never. I actually was this his Shout first. Out to this Peter. was his first European trip of all time. <gasps> yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, and he was like. I totally see why. Now, we were in Bavaria, so it's a little bit. It's a Fancy. little. It's a little bit different, right? It's posh. Um, it's posh. It is, but it's also it's I, bougie. But it's also they say posh over there, but here it's like really bougie. But it's also more friendly. It's not really? as. I'm so glad he experienced it this way. Well, he didn't know the difference, but like Berliners versus Munich folk, different. Oh yeah, so absolutely. But my heritage, my grandmother, my Oma kommt aus Wien, which means my grandmother came from Vienna. Um, mm. Her being Austrian, like I knew that she, like, there is a certain softness about Bavarians that there isn't about like main the rest of Germany. They're just a little bit, and the Austrians are even more friendly and warm and welcoming. Like they kind of make the Germans look a little stiff and rigid and stringent, which they are. Um, Depends on how you experience them, though. I I think so. But he was like, I definitely see your upbringing in this country. Like, being here, I see 
why you are the way you are because of the way you were raised and by whom, if that makes sense. Yeah, that totally makes sense. It's he was your, like, these people, and your... yeah, he's like, these people are well-mannered. They, they, they are quiet in public places. They're not like, and, and they, they are like sort of horrified if you're on the train, like talking loud on a the phone, they're like, what? Um, just the seriousness of them and like they're orderly and they like it how they like it and they don't like it to be different than how they like it. And he's like, I totally get it. Totally get it. Oh, that was kind of fun. You know, it's cool to see where your people come from. Did you take your uh, recyclables back to the grocery stores, put it in the the machine for your money? I did. I mean, don't you feel like a local when you do that? Yeah, it was pretty cool. There was at the end of our street though, like a little glass recycling building. So we did that a few times just because I was like, oh, I'm not taking my glass bottles to the store today. Um, Yeah, especially when they get them in the case. You know, you see dudes walking cases of beer on the street. All the time. Bringing the fulls to the house and the empties back. Yeah. It's pretty cool though. It's awesome. It was an interesting experience and I ate super well. Um, drank a lot of Hefeweizen, which I love so mm. much, mm. and ate That's two pretzels a-, a day every day. It was great. I mean, why wouldn't you? The weather was – we were really lucky with the weather. It rained the day we got there, and it was like 40 degrees. And it rained the day we left, and it was cold. And every day in between was cold but very sunny, very clear. And that was amazing because we didn't have a car. So yeah, no we were just public transporting it up, bussing it up, training it up. All easy, that. right? Mm-hmm. So easy. Mm-hmm. Well, you know the language. So it's helpful. It is helpful. But it's really not that hard. It's super It's not that hard. I, I did encounter a couple Germans who were, let's see, how do I put this? They heard our German and they were like, pleasantly surprised and then I came across a word that I didn't know because some I mean of I, course. my vocabulary Hello. is not perfect I mean let's, yeah, and they I, make up words all the time so right and their words they combine seven or eight words into right. one big huge ass long word and, and sometimes like, I, I don't I don't really know what that I don't means. know what the word is so I would like throw an English word in place of that and they were like kind of disappointed <laughs> disappointed that you didn't know yes. that that German word yes. yeah of course of You're course so disappointed. The, right they were very disappointing disappointed like my, my German colleagues are always like you made a typo the message is great, but there's a typo. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me with the one typo? No, it's the that's but that's the like in a I nutshell. Know. I know. Compartmentalized. No, but if that's you how they to, show love. They show love by telling you that there's a typo. Otherwise, you would embarrass you yourself. You, I know. Exactly. Oh, so this is another thing. This is not to make this about me, but well, it is about you. Here we go. <laughs> go ahead. Um, the one thing that I appreciate, I think, most about their culture that Americans don't quite understand. And I, you and I have had this conversation before. Like, you would never walk out. Because I also have a lot of friends who are German. My friend Sarah's from Heidelberg. There's, like, a bunch of people in my life that are of Ger- German, of German heritage. heritage. Yeah. And they all say the same thing. And I encountered it when I was in Germany before. And they're like, you know, they really are whacked out and weirded out by the fact that we're like, hi, how are you? Like, like we they say would, hello? That was, no, that they would say, how are you? Like, how are you? Like, to them, that's a very intrusive personal question that's none of your motherfucking business. And here, if we don't ask that, it's perceived as rude. First of all, when you say, how are you in America, no one really cares. Yeah, nobody cares. Because the response is always, I'm good. So it's a very superficial waste of time. It's a waste of time. Yeah, it's just extra. And in Germany, it's intrusive. So they don't ask it. No. And Mm -hmm. when you do, they're like, what do you... What are you talking about? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Why? What? what? So that's thing one that's interesting. Thing two, 
their curtness or shortness or perception of like people perceive them specific specifically Americans I think perceive them as being annoyed. They're not really annoyed. They want to help you, but they respect your time and they're not wasting it. And that's how they show respect. Your time's important. Let's get this done. And mm. I'm I so that resonates with me on like You're such like, oh a God, level. I'm like really touching my soul. Yes, yeah. I get it. And people like my husband who haven't really been exposed to it are like, I'm scared. I'm like, no, they're just respectful of your time and they want you in and out. They want right. to help you. Well, the extra too is that there's a very, very big um, separation of uh, private life and yes. like in work life. Yes. And public life, like being out and about. That's also a separate thing. Oh, I think you're you know? right. Yeah. It's like. But at, at work, you know, mm-hmm. like. The separation of private matters and private emails, even like they don't know. Like um, when you get somebody's private email, it's like, oh, okay. It's like it's like winning a bonus round and some. Mm-hmm. It's the game of people, right? Right. And, or like for me, what when I realized when I started being invited into people's homes that I had met, you know, in twenty eighteen mm-hmm. and twenty nineteen. They were like, would you like to come over for dinner to my home? I was like, holy shit. It's a big deal. Like, I, this, like, mm-hmm. yes, this is, like, there is a literally a threshold. So I think that also emphasizes mm-hmm. what you were just talking about. Yeah, so what we take for granted here, I guess, is yeah. what they, you know, and they just, I don't know, they're well-mannered. Pete was like, I have never been on public transportation that is this quiet. Oh, Yeah. It's like, yeah, why would we be loud and obnoxious and fucking on your phone talking to your boo thing about the grocery store or that chick he's texting or what your mom said to you two weeks ago that's like, I don't need to hear that. I don't care. And I I am, I'm triggered when I'm out and about and people are acting a fool and like not being fucking polite. Like just be fucking polite. Yeah, don't um, be rude. Don't be rude. The orderly manner of trains and people getting on and off trains, the orderly the orderly fashion of the escalator and how everyone stays to the right. So you, if you choose to walk, you can do so on the left. But that's the same here, though. No, it's not. No, it's not. Really? No, not everywhere. Is there a, a metro in Baltimore? Is there a what? Is a there metro? a metro yeah, in Baltimore? Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh. In, you, need a te- you need a tetanus shot, just so you know. Oh. Yeah, okay. it's, it's a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, but but in DC it's pretty orderly like that. I mean, my perception of it. No, it's like you stand no. to the right, you walk to the left. It's a pretty cosmopolitan place, DC. Right. But the rest of the world, no. Well, I, no. There's people they, standing they, three wide on the escalator, just having a fucking chat. Meanwhile, <laughs> I got a plane to catch, and these assholes are just fucking oh, talking loud on their, their phone, yeah, not like not sweet time. not not seeing anyone else. Like they're they're the Germans are very courteous. To others, very. Mm-hmm. They are, however. Oh, this is fun. Whoa, they get a little pushy. They can get a little pushy. In what context? Um, it, just in the context of like if you're taking too long, and it's neat, they perceive that what you're doing is needless. They'll they will physically move into your space in order to move you out of it. I've encountered that a bunch, specifically men. Men, women I don't do that. Don't know this experience. Yeah. I thought that's happened to me a couple times. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have noticed a different um, sense of physical space, but in a retail context. Like queuing up to pay for something at a store. Mm-hmm. Like people are a little bit closer mm-hmm. to me mm-hmm. there than I'm used to here. 
Which is why I think they 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 take so much um, so much important. There's so much importance in their personal space at home mm-hmm. because when they're out and about, like they're all in the mix. You know, maybe I don't know. I also know, like, I, I don't understand German queuing, like how people queue up for stuff. It's a little weird. I I literally, I'll tell you the story. It's fucking hilarious. So you know. My laptop crashes. So this is probably like a year and a oh, half ago. Remember that? Yeah. So I'm. Oh my god, we were getting ready to record the podcast remotely. Right. And we were on Marco Polo, or we were FaceTiming. And I tried to. And you fired that shit up, and you're like, "Bitch, it's dead." It, it died right there. And you're so, like, "I need to Google this and figure it out." And then you're like, "Hi, R.I.P." <laughs> I mean, <laughs> R.I.P. Where can I have this fixed? Luckily, there's there's an Apple store mm. in the city center. It's a nice one, three stories. Hey, so nice, right? So I go there, and they're like, "If you get here before the opening of the door, and you can get a same day appointment, yada yada yada." Because anything that I was trying to schedule would have been like. So anyway. I get there, and there's, you know, the store opens at 9, it's maybe 8.45, and there's already, like, 20 people in line. And they're clearly in line, one after the other, and then it kind of turns around, and, like, the first person in the line is right by the door. Mm-hmm. So at 8.59, so I'm, oh, so, so I'm thinking to myself, oh, this is nice and, you know, civilized, like the Germans, they're so civilized. Mm-hmm. And we're like all standing in line here. We're having a little small potent coffee. It's summertime. It's hot as fuck. Whatever. Um, so 8.58, 8.59, the Apple store employee comes in, opens up the door. And, you know, I'm just chilling. I'm, I'm not stressed out. I know I'm going to be seen. There's only 20 people in front of me. And then suddenly it's like people come from nowhere the line, the queue becomes like total madness and everybody at the same time rushes the front door. See what I mean by pushy? You see what I mean though? That's what I'm talking about. I was like, You're what standing the there fuck? being all chill and they're like, This bitch is wasting time. Uh, but we were all in it together. I thought we matter. were like a collective at that yeah. point. I thought we had just created a small community of people that are waiting for the door to, of the Apple store to open. <laughs> And of course, I don't clearly that you didn't get the memo. You were not briefed on what was going on. I wasn't briefed. Like my cultural background just really tricked me. Mm -hmm. I I just didn't know. Yeah, that was some fuckery right there. Yeah, yeah, get a little pushy. Oh my gosh, especially in their schnitzel shops, they get real pushy in there because they want their schnitzel in the schnitzel shops. Yes. Um, So what did you do? Tell me Um, all the things that you did. A lot of sightseeing. I visited several museums. One of which, on because I saw your Instagram story when you were there when you went to. don't say in German, Megan. The BMW Museum. Yes. Um, I was like, oh, I'm going to that. And mom was like, well, that's cool because they're going to be open like on the Sunday that we're there. And, you know, everything's shut on, you know, Sunday. So we should just do that. And so we did. And that was amazing. You did it on the Sunday? We did it on the Sunday we got there. Yeah. It wasn't was it amazing? Cool. So cool. Oh so God. cool. So it was well really done. neat. For someone who isn't even in auto. Like I'm not even in it. Like I wasn't even like, you know. Um, but it's the story of the brand. Yeah, and it's the so story cool. Of the engineering the history and, is it's yeah. really cool. It's like super nerdy German stuff, and I'm like, sign me up, sign me up. Sign I will up. go any time. I tell everybody mm-hmm. to go. So if anybody's going to Munich, you have go to go see the to the BMW Museum, Museum. Yep, and then cross lovely. the street and go to the Welt. I course. didn't go to the Welt. I did not. Girl. Probably should have. I didn't. I don't know. I just everyone you were was right there. 
I didn't get it as a, I did, I wasn't briefed. I didn't get it. It was a must see. So I was like, all right, we're moving on. I did see the residence. Oh yeah. Which, you went inside. I have not been inside. Are you kidding? Mm-hmm. I know. That's why when I saw your pictures, I was like, I don't know where she, I knew you were in Munich, right? I was like, what is this? This, I don't know. Oh um, my. I've only been to the little theater that will. See, I the, didn't do the theater. I did the residence and the treasury. Okay, so I've only done the oh, the, the tre- little opera. Treasury will blow your mind. Yeah. So when I saw these pictures, I was like, "Where is she?" Mm-hmm. That she is like it felt like really old style Europe, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I and then there was one thing in one picture that I saw that I was like, "Oh, she's at the residence." Mm-hmm. Of course, it was cool. It was really cool. Yeah, uh, I went to the Deutsches Museum. Nice. That was interesting. I did, um, oh God, what was the other one I did? Modern, the modern, um, uh, the one on, uh, between Odeonsplatz and, uh, Marienplatz. Yeah, but I'm trying to remember the name of it now. It oh, with a K. It's right there. Kunsthalle. Kunsthalle. Yes, thank you. I did that one. That was really cool. Um, Terry Mugler is having an exhibit in the spring. If anyone's in Germany, if anyone's in Munich and would like to, I would love. I go there every time. Every time I go to Munich, well, if I haven't seen the mm-hmm. temporary exhibit. Yeah, but there's, a, they, there's a Mugler coming. Is that how you say it? It's French. I don't know. Mugler? Mugler. M-U-G-L-E-R. Terry. Really? I don't know. He's a designer. Oh. Yeah. That's why I'm like stoked on it. I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Let's go. Mm-hmm, we should go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Definitely um, go. Uh, we did the uh, winter market. Yeah, in the square. That course. was really good. That was super good. Total. Um, did you go to? Uh, I did not because that, that was the, the what? The Riesen Wiesen, where they have the Oktoberfest. I didn't because there was nothing going on there. Yeah, except maybe New Year's, and I wasn't really trying to be like. I wasn't trying to. I wasn't trying to do that. Okay, was, so you got to talk to me about New Year's in Germany. Listen, okay, so like, look, can we just go look, go ham on that? I didn't know this. Mm. I was not prepared. I didn't brief you. I was not briefed. Well, I didn't know. I mean, have you ever been there for New Year's before? No. Okay. So look, listen. Look. This is what happens. This is what happens. Normally, there are, in, in you know, in the States and in other places, there are, um, the local municipality will put on a fireworks exhibit, like for Baltimore, D.C. Eve. for New Year's Eve, right. And like, other times of the year And other times well. of the year, the 4th of July, obviously, da, da, da. They fundraise, they do the things, they put on a show, people come, people leave, it's a shit show, fine, whatever. Cut but it's, the, like, normal. But it's a thing. Right. Normal. It's normal. part of our culture. Normal. hmm So, I find out that. That doesn't happen in Germany. Oh, no, no. Oh, nay, nay. Mm-mm. What happens is everyone just buys these fireworks and goes ham on their own. It's the only time of year that it's supervised. Like allowed. There's no restriction. You can get the biggest, baddest, I'm talking profesh, like fireworks. <laughs> and you just go nuts in crowds, into buildings, into <laughs> each other. <laughs> It's not okay. I mean, it was like Beirut. It was terrifying. I was not okay with it. I was like, I got to go. I'm like, this is not cool. Like, I felt unsafe. It's totally out of control. It's the, because uh, you know, statistics, it's the biggest night of the year for emergency services because people get fucked up and burnt and all the things. Well, yeah. And they, they're, so they've been drinking. Everyone's wasting. I mean. And there's fucking fireworks was everywhere. It, was everybody wasted on New Year's Eve? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot yeah. of I was drinking. not. No, I, I was obviously. not. Um, because I was like, all I need to do is get sloshed, miss my train, 
not be able to get back to my, because I was staying in the burbs. I was like, I, like there's one train that was going to get me out of Marianne Plotz on time to get home. And there were several connections I had to make because it was a holiday and it's an altered schedule. So you have to account for all that. Right. And I was like, I got one train, I got one shot. And if I'm drunk and I turn the wrong way and I miss it, like we're fucked. So I was, I mean, I had been drinking. I had champagne and wine at dinner and stuff, but I wasn't like drunk or anything. But um, did you notice around you, like, yeah, it was like, there was a lot of young people. Yeah. Like, by, I would say by 6 p.m. or 7 p.m., everyone over the age of probably 30 was at home, or anyone with kids was home. Like, no one was out. Yeah. Like, was everyone just- was in <laughs> because they were preparing for the motherfucking mayhem that was about to ensue. <laughs> okay. Oh, I want to see this. And then it went on for an hour. These fireworks uh, yeah. went on for an hour. On and on and on. And so I get back to the Airbnb, whatever, 6.30 in the morning. It's not even light out yet. Some asshole wakes up in the neighborhood. It starts lighting off more fireworks. Mm. Fun. So they, they wake up from their drunken stupor. Right. And then start going again with the fireworks. The only thing I didn't like about it was... Um, I knew, I thought this, I was like, you know, fireworks are messy. Like to light them off and stuff, like it's really, it's a hot mess. There's cardboard everywhere. There's like the wire from, because these people would hold these rockets on like a two foot wire and like shoot it off into like handheld rockets. Great idea. Um, There was wire everywhere. There was trash everywhere, which is not like that. That's not like them. Oh no, this is like absolutely not. Munich is so clean. But I did go back to Marie and Platt's New Year's Day and by, I want to say 10 a.m., Earlier, 9.30, all that was gone. Of course. And you could see there were like, what it took to get that cleaned up, there were like big machine tire tracks in, in on the on the. Oh, on they the don't mess around. No. There's no messing around. Now, out in my neck of the woods, it took them a little bit longer to get things cleaned up. Yeah. So there was definitely like the open spaces were, and like train platforms were like a popular place to do this, which I thought was really dumb, but whatever. Yeah. Once a year. I was there for 4th of July one year and I was like, is there a party there has there has to be Americans here, right? Like there's no. there's got to be an American expat community here. And I did a shit ton of research. Just like there's got to be a fireworks show going on tonight, and that's how I got schooled. It's oh, like yeah. no, Caroline, there will yeah. be no fireworks. No, there will be no fireworks. The only day is so they go ham. Yeah, and I did talk to someone who told me that they um, the city was trying to prevent said things in the future mm-hmm. so they're they're putting some things in place now where there's oh, going to be restrictions are. and then what they'll do is like okay we get it everyone wants fireworks let's we'll do it and you guys please stop okay thanks bye so that's i think that's in the works so on a scale to wrap it up mm-hmm. wrap it up i mean I could, we could talk about Munich. 11 on a scale of one to 10 11 yeah, it was great oh my god i mean i've seen a lot of places in europe but that the, that was really great <sighs> It was I'm super so, great. I'm so. I'm go- I mean, I'm going back because I didn't get to see Neuschwanstein. You didn't. I was going to ask. I didn't you get you to didn't go. go. No, because we were out too late the night before, and I had to catch a bus at like I had to get on a train at like six o'clock the next morning to yeah. get to catch the bus to take. Yeah, because it's all the way out in Garmisch. It's like yeah, far. It's far. Well, it's like forty five minutes, and then you mm-hmm. have to actually the parking garage. Or garage. The the parking lot is far from the actual castle itself. You got to exactly. have tickets, and you got to be time. It's like it that there's it's a, it's a that thing. excursion is a thing, and on four hours sleep, and then plus it's like. A Ten and a half hour day because I was going to go yeah. to um, Oberammergau and yeah, the other castle. There. My mom lived there for a while. Oh, mm-hmm. she lived in Garmisch too. Oh, crazy. Um, it's on the list of uh, fifty-two places to see in twenty twenty. By the way, what is Oberammergau? Oh, Oberammergau. Yeah. yeah, it's really cool. I would yeah. like to see it. 
And uh, Leipzig, too. Mm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway. We've got to make a list of places to go because I'm going Let's back go. and I'm seeing all the things. And Let's I'm going go to back. I'm going to plan it a little more strategically next time. I think so. um, I think we should make that happen in the spring. So, listen, if you guys want to know any travel tips, places to go, places to avoid, things to see, things not to see, please do hit us up. You can catch us on Twitter at GlossOverPod. You can find us on Instagram at GlossOverBabes. And uh, till next time, okay, love you. Cheers. The end. Thank you for listening. Have a topic you'd like us to gloss over? Hit us up on Twitter at GlossOverPod and find us on the web at thevoicescollection.com slash GlossOverPod. <laughs>